0: On News Radio 930 WBEN, this is Buffalo Means Business, where local businesses and services tell their stories. I'm Randy Bushover. You have one of those stories to share, send me an email at randy.bushover at entercom.com. One of the more familiar names you'll hear in the region belongs to Kathleen Shavetta, who is business manager at Shavetta's Catering Service. And Kathleen joining us to talk about a number of things, including all the secrets about the recipe, right?
1: (laughs) Hi, thanks so much for having me.
0: Sure. Now, uh, about the recipe... I think it's safe to say vinegar and spices and maybe a little oil?
1: Uh, No oil. No oil. Okay. Vinegar, spices, fresh garlic. And And that's all I can say.
0: And that's kind of the secret, right? You got it. I mean, not just the ingredients themselves, but everything that goes into it.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I have to tell you, we hear a lot of... um, you know, I cook it at home, but it just doesn't taste the same. So cooking method and the product that you're using makes a real big difference on the quality of the product that, you, that you're that you having for dinner.
0: And a couple of big anniversaries. We can't, uh, might as well start right that with that. Uh, 65 years now for the original location, which is in Brandt.
1: Yes, you got it. In Brandt, a small little farm town tucked into southern Erie County. We have been operating there since before 1954, but doing what we're doing since 1954 and um, that makes 65 years this year. We have our second location in Lockport which opened in 2009 so that makes 10 years this year. We're very excited. A couple of big anniversaries for us.
0: Yeah, kind of crazy. It's already been a decade for Lockport and the way it works for you is it it, it works out perfectly because the Lockport location basically serves the northern regions like the Niagara-Orleans County and then the southern section that you have in Brant serves southern portions of western New York including the city.
1: Yeah you're exactly right and that was our intent. Um, we had so much business coming out of Niagara County. We had people driving down to Brant from Niagara County um, and that was exactly why we chose that location and it's worked out really well for us.
0: And it's been such a great tradition with the with the sauce just being raved about here and then of course I would imagine taking some branches out to some of the snowbirds and some of the people like a Florida Arizona uh, in gift packages and whatnot. But Is it kind of a split between Brent and Lockport in terms of the people that you have coming in and requesting either the catering or the takeout or whatever it is that you offer?
1: No. um, Well, a little bit. We do so much catering out of both locations. Lockport doesn't do on-site catering. They do what we'd call takeout catering. So pickup catering, drop-off catering, both locations do that. Um, But the majority of Lockport's business is still catering even though they have the takeout style restaurant. Don't get me wrong. That keeps them very busy. We're feeding a lot of people on a daily basis. Um, But takeout catering really uh, helps support that location.
0: And I know it's probably self-evident, but uh, explain the difference between pickup and drop-off catering.
1: Yeah, so pick-up catering is uh, you drive out to the location, pick all your food up. Most of our items are ready to serve. Everything is boxed to stay hot for a couple of hours. Drop-off is is really essentially the same thing, but it's it's saving you the time. If you're too busy to leave the party, um, you need one less thing to do. While your, uh, your your big day is coming up on you, we can drop it off for convenience.
0: And because we're necessarily talking chicken, right? Although there are other things that you would...
1: Yeah, we do serve. so much more than chicken. And, and right. obviously we are really well known for chicken and we're proud to be well known for chicken. But there's so much more that we do. We can do anything from an informal picnic, chicken, ribs, pulled pork, homemade sides, your typical backyard barbecue. Um, but we do chicken breast, we do strip steak, um, we do prime rib, we can do really formal banquets and everything in between.
0: Yeah, and where I was going with that is uh, typically with chicken. I think people know it's not as simple as, you know, five minutes aside if you're doing it right, if you're doing it the barbecue style. Uh, but with all of those items added in, a lot of preparation in advance. So this isn't something where you can just call a day ahead of time to arrange, right?
1: You can, but it's it's much more helpful for us if you call ahead you're exactly right we try to get our customers to call about a week ahead of time give us a little time um, to make sure that we can prep their food adequately but we, we do try to always accommodate guests on short notice if we can
0: and the fundraising efforts uh, is there a certain number that you hit each year or is there like a threshold for how many you can even do in a, in a year
1: so Um, We kind of take it more day by day. The max that we can take in a day is usually about seven, depending on the size of the event. Our busiest day is actually coming up next week, Tuesday. It is the day that all school districts in western New York vote on their school budgets, and schools like to uh, take advantage of the fact that they have that captive audience coming in. We will probably cook anywhere from eight to ten thousand halves of chicken for local school districts on that day. It's our single busiest day of the year.
0: Wow. Now for supplies of things like that, uh, you stay local or do you have to necessarily go outside the region
1: for those? No, most of our supplies come semi-local. Our, our chicken comes out of Middlesex, New York, which is a little bit of a distance, but but still pretty close. Um, the thing that we need the most of that day is people. <laughs> We uh, call in some favors on that day, people who, um, you know, maybe work for us hit and miss throughout the year, recruit them. High school kids can come help with the barbecue when they're done with school. So that's actually the biggest challenge for that day.
0: Yeah, it might be a little bit of a left field question, but uh, the pricing on these things must change uh, pretty significantly throughout the course of the year, especially when you have things like uh, maybe some kind of a... Uh, a bird born illness that affects chickens specifically?
1: Yeah, so it certainly can. The price of poultry, anybody who's in the business will tell you, can fluctuate um, quite a bit throughout the year. We try not to do that to our customers. I can count on one hand the number of times we have had to change the price of poultry mid-year. We try to really set it um, so that it's a it's a competitive price so that we're really allowing our customers the opportunity to raise the funds that they need with that event and then we absorb any increase throughout the year ourselves.
0: Listening to Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930, WBEN, chatting with Kathleen Cheveta, who is business manager at Chevetta's catering service, and should talk about some of the new things that you have in the pipeline. It's not just the marinade that everybody knows but you have some new sauces and even a dressing product line that you're about to roll out this year.
1: We do. We are still in the development phase. I think we are just about to choose the the final line. We've had our Italian salad dressing in supermarkets for quite a number of years. That has a great following. We ship that all over the country in addition to our barbecue marinade but it had been a number of years since we had had anything in addition to those two products. So hoping about um, late June to be rolling out with with some new um, sauces and dressings. Can't give too many details about the specifics of that yet because we're still in development, but we're very excited to kind of add that to our little family of products.
0: Like can't even reveal what types of dressings we might expect?
1: No. <laughs> well, one thing I will say is uh, we had a French dressing a number of years ago that was very popular, um, that for a variety of reasons we had to take off the market. That will be making a return. We expect there'll be some customers pretty happy about that. Um, but while we talk about new products, I do have another new product that I can talk about, little different for us. Um, it was actually my brother's idea. And when he came up with it, I sort of nodded my head and said, sure, sure, that, that sounds like a great idea. Um, but we explored it a little bit, and it and actually we got a lot of positive feedback, and it's a potato chip. So Chevetta's chips, it is in essence going to be a salt and vinegar chip, which, as you know, is very popular here in western New York. It'll have our Chevetta's seasoning on it. We have finished the testing phase, which I have to tell you was uh, nobody really minded the taste (laughs) tests around our place, but we are... um getting the bag printed right now and hope to be scheduling production within the next few weeks and that'll be on the markets we're hoping in time for memorial day that didn't end up working out but before fourth of july we should have that chip on on store shelves for you. yeah
0: i was going to ask in relation to the dressings but i'll ask it about the chips uh you you have a certain quality standard to maintain certainly and also people have an expectation based on the marinade what that taste is like so again you're saying that that's infused in the chips and it has to if not completely match come awfully close.
1: It it certainly does and We really were of the mind that if we were going to do this, we were going to do it right. We really wanted it to be a high quality product that people were going to buy, not just once because of the novelty, but we're going to return and want to buy it again. So we really did put a lot of time and effort into making sure we got the flavor right, and I think that we did. I think our customers will be happy with it.
0: And as you had mentioned when we began the discussion, talking about the sauce, the uh, the temperature and the conditions uh, with, with which you make the sauces and marinades, I'm thinking the same thing with the potato chips down to what size to make them. Uh kettle cooked versus you know just a straight flat chip or wavy
1: i did not understand how many layers there were to the decision making process for chips until until we got into this business Uh, we partnered up with new york chip which is a local company out of gainesville um and we were so fortunate to be able to develop that partnership because they are the experts this is what they do um we kind of just asked their opinion and then did what they said.
0: <laughs> so can we expect that to be sold at uh, Brandt, Lockport, or just in stores, or, or all three? All,
1: all of the above. Okay. Yeah, New York Chip has a pretty wide distribution footprint already. They are going to carry this along with um, their other products. You'll be able to buy it in Brandt and Lockport. And, and the stores that New York Chip doesn't have right now, we are hoping to, to pick up and be able to supply ourselves. So, at target date? Um, late June is our estimated date right now.
0: A uh, little flexible because of production and all those other you got details it. that people don't think yeah, about. Yeah,
1: nothing ever goes as smoothly as you <laughs> yeah. hope when you're rolling out a new product.
0: But so. definitely before the end of the year, so you look it. forward to it. And for and, sure. And it, it sounds like uh, in time for 4th of July, too. So you got it. So perfectly That's timed. That's our goal. Yeah, see, I think about these things, too. <laughs> uh, Pop-up pop barbecues. That's kind of slightly different from the, the typical fundraiser that you do, right?
1: Yeah, and this is another area where I have to give uh, credit to my, my brother, Peter. This was with sort of uh, his brainchild, another one of them. We had some slow days on our calendar last year, and he does not like to sit around and be bored. And he said, you know, there's a couple of locations that our current customers are using for fundraisers, and they get a lot of drive-by traffic. Wouldn't it be great if we set up and tried to see what we can do to capture some of that drive-by traffic? We have a couple different areas around western New York that we use, but far and away the best one is just an empty lot that we use um, in Orchard Park near the stadium. And the first time we tried it, It was a torrential downpour. It was a hurricane. It was blowing sideways. We did not do very well. We were very discouraged. Um, But just like with a lot of other things we have tried, we did not let that deter us from trying it again. And the next one went phenomenal. And we've, we've done Great. We actually take a portion of the proceeds and we donate them to our family scholarship fund. We have a Thomas and Eleanor Chevetta Family Scholarship Fund at Lakeshore Central High School that's in name of my grandparents. They actually started it many years ago. And last year, our pop-up customers helped us raise over $3,500 toward that scholarship fund. And we are actually on track this year to beat it.
0: Oh, that is very cool. And and one of the other side benefits, of course, of the Chivetta's experience is that you can do these fundraisers for a number of different causes and then help out a number of people that way, too. So. Yeah,
1: we have helped uh, thousands of organizations raise millions of dollars over, you know, the last those 65 years. We are very fortunate to have a loyal customer base, a loyal following. The people of Western New York have been very good to us, um, and we are only too happy to... Kind of help them give back to give back to the community that really has given so much to us.
0: And as we mentioned, generations in the making. You mentioned grandparents, so I think if I if I remember the numbers right, four generations now and going strong.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. My my brother and I and our cousin are the third generation. My father and my uncle who came before us are, are still very much involved in the business. But my children all work in the business. My oldest son Alex works um, full time. My daughters Grace and Caitlin work in the summers and and hit and miss when I. I need them. So yes, four generations of family, we're very proud of that. its It can be tough to do <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> to, sure. to get the kids um, that right, interested. They don't, yeah,
0: exactly. I was going to say, they don't always have the same interest. They don't always mesh and they want to go on and do other things. But Yeah,
1: and, and that's certainly fine, but they are sort of brought up knowing that they're going to be helping out. My youngest daughter, Caitlin, is uh, getting picked up from school today to go help on one of the pop-up barbecues. So it's just something you know that you have to do <laughs> when you're young.
0: It's an awesome tradition to have here in Western New York and glad to have you by to talk about it.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. It's uh, Kathleen Cheveta, business manager at Chevetta's Catering Service, going on 65 years now for the uh, original location in Brant and 10 years at the location in Lockport. And this is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930, WBEN.